Welcome to the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller here wrapping up the week on Friday, and we're going to jump right in today because I have several things we want to do. We're going to talk about the aspects through the weekend. Then fasten your seatbelts because we're going to take a little bit of a different tour today on applying particularly the sun aspect on Saturday when it moves into Pisces. And then finally some updates at the end. We won't be doing our podcast tomorrow simply because Ray Merriman has a workshop on Sunday, so there's no newsletter this weekend. Let's check the technicals here. First of all, today, one primary aspect, Mercury sextiles Jupiter. That's this evening at 9.13 p.m. Hmm, interesting on communication. Okay, we'll apply it in a minute. Let me lay the groundwork and then we'll come back and construct this. Tomorrow, the moon enters Aquarius at 12.34 a.m., almost after midnight, these times always Eastern, and then the sun enters Pisces at 5.30 this afternoon. Hello, Aquarius. Goodbye, Aquarius. <laughs> we, we enter Pisces season Saturday evening. Sunday is also active because Venus sextiles Pluto. Hmm, I wonder if that will show up in Wall, on Wall Street on Friday or on Monday but it should be good if it does show up positively. And then the moon enters Pisces late Sunday night at 11.55 p.m. So there's your weekend. is basically an Aquarian weekend. And then we are full-on Pisces on Monday. New moon on Monday as well, so tuck that under your hat. And that will be early, too, at 2.06 Eastern Time. So let's run through this again. Today, Mercury and Jupiter are favorable. Sextile. Tomorrow, early, the moon enters Aquarius in the very early morning hours. And in the evening hours, the sun enters Pisces. And then on Sunday, Venus sextiles Pluto. Massage that one. And the moon enters Pisces almost before midnight for our new moon in Pisces early, early Monday morning. Oh, goodness, there is so much to unpack on this. Favorable communication today. Just keep it in the lines. Don't get out of bounds and get overly exuberant, and you'll be fine. The weekend has this interesting energy with the moon entering Aquarius and the sun entering Pisces. I'll tell you how I'm putting that one together, is, and it actually fits this little story we're going to talk about next. Individual spirituality. Venus and Pluto, <laughs> oh, I won't disclose all of my thoughts at the moment, but for those of you in a passionate, intimate relationship, have fun on Sunday. And then Monday, with that moon in Pisces, it is full-on spirituality for the next 48 hours. Also, make sure it's not full-on lies and deceptions. So if you're fooling around on that Venus sextiling Pluto, you're probably going to pay some kind of a at least internal price. So just don't do it, right? Now, let's talk about this event going on in Kentucky right now. Have you seen about it? I put it in our Facebook group. It's this revival that's going on at a Methodist school, a Methodist university in Kentucky. Now, I know right there, a lot of you are probably saying, Thomas, what in the world are you talking about this for? Well, it's energy. This is not about the sky. Well, it is about the sky because we begin Pisces season this weekend. And Pisces is the highest spiritual sign in the zodiac. And yes, it is just fine to have a conversation about Christianity and astrology in the same conversation or in the same breath. 
Have you seen some of those ancient cathedrals, those medieval cathedrals? Somewhere along the way, astrology was a part of even Catholicism, and then it got wiped out. What happened there, I wonder? So this revival, if you haven't seen anything about it, it's almost too late to research it online because all of the opinions have come in, all of the comments have come in, and it really has watered down the spirit of what this thing was when it began. Last Wednesday, I'm not talking about this Wednesday, I'm talking about a week ago Wednesday, these kids had a regular chapel service that they were required by the university to attend. And then they just stayed. Nobody is leading this thing. It's been the kids just primarily singing and praying. Let me connect this with an audiobook that I narrated back in 2013 for Fred Dodson. It's an evergreen book. It's called Levels of Energy. And this is, purely and simply, a full-on expression of the highest energy that we could achieve probably on the planet. So please set the flavor of this aside. If you have a bias particularly against Christianity, I understand. I had it. I, I, I totally get it. But please just set this aside and see the energy of what's going on here. Because, look, we are not in normal times. Uh, you don't have to tune in here to figure that out. And here we have the sun getting ready to move into Pisces. And the week before it did, so in essence, kind of the, if you will, the last degrees before it enters Pisces, this revival breaks out. This particular school had one back in 1970, and this one has already exceeded that one, at least in the duration of it. They canceled classes this week. I mean, this thing is incredible. And now people are traveling from all over to participate or just to observe, to see what's going on. How is it high energy? Well, for one thing, it's self-perpetuating. Nobody's leading it. Nobody's leaving. For another they have canceled mundane routine activities. That's one of the things. When you're in, as Fred talked about, the highest levels of energy, none of the daily routine stuff matters to you anymore. You can't really even go there. You're just in a different state. Same thing about all these comments now that are online. The event itself is pure. The comments are lower, much lower energy. This is a huge spiritual breakout, and the timing of it is very interesting, isn't it? As we're seeing these unidentified objects in the sky and these unexplained things going on, and all of a sudden, coincidentally, a spiritual breakout occurs among a bunch of college students, just as the sun and the moon within a day of each other are moving into Pisces. So what can we do with this? Well, the one thing I've been asking since I picked up on this earlier in the week is how can I experience that level of highest energy? I'll tell you, I have some commitments in Florida until the end of the month, but if this is still going on in March, I may very well point the van north to Kentucky. Being able to be in the environment of that energy would be truly a life experience. But I'm also holding that we don't have to travel there. We can create it within ourselves. And this weekend, with the alignments that we talked about at the beginning, are a perfect time to do that. I hope you'll explore that, because spirit is stirring. Let's be a part of it, huh? All right, we're running long. couple of really quick announcements. 
Both of these are at the top of the funastrology.com website, just below the podcast box. Mark your calendar for Tuesday night. We're going to be doing this pop-up group reading. It will be simulcast live on YouTube under the Fun Astrology podcast page and also in our Facebook group. And then our book club is going to begin in early March. The information on that also on the homepage. Click those links. You'll have all the details for both. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay in that high spiritual energy if you can. Love you. See you back on Monday. 